My name is Sebastian Asadi. While visiting my mom's family in Bogota, Colombia, and through her friends who live there, I've learned of a home for disadvantaged children. This sparked my interest. I thought this could be a great opportunity for me to experience doing volunteer work in a foreign country. My challenge was the language barrier. I speak some Spanish, and I did not know whether they spoke English or not. What you are about to hear is the story of my unforgettable visit to this remarkable home that broke all language barriers. Filled with anticipation and excitement, I hopped out of the car to meet my new friends who lived at this home. A small flight of stairs led us to a white door. This is it, I thought. I opened the door and walked into a bright, colorful space filled with hope and enthusiasm. The Eco Sueños Foundation, a foster home for orphaned and neglected children, was a two-story house located in a middle-class neighborhood of Bogota. The first floor was a common area used for gathering, dining, and socializing. The bedrooms were located on the second floor. Girls and boys had separate bedrooms, consisting of bunk beds. There were twenty residents. Fourteen of them were girls, and the rest were boys, ranging in ages from newborns to teenagers. The organization was operated by director Sonia Camacho and five staff members. The funds needed to operate the charity was through donations from small businesses, charitable events, and philanthropic people. I thought that when I opened the door, I would see sadness around the room, but I stand corrected. I was greeted by a boisterous group of children, and everyone turned around to welcome me. Hola, Sebastian, they said. Hola, amigos, I responded. Mrs. Camacho said that they have been very, very excited to meet their first American friend. I turned around to walk to where my mom was standing. Next to her, a box full of clothing and other goodies. I picked them one by one and handed them to children who were anxiously waiting. As I watched their joyful expression of those who were accepting my presence, a warm feeling engulfed me. The presents were completely random: white T-shirts, pairs of socks, underwear. And some basic school supplies. Yet, some kids marveled at these items that we in the U.S. take for granted. As I struggled to understand their words in Spanish, I saw a gleam in their eyes that was expressing gratefulness and joy. I was so happy that words couldn't even describe it. After handing out the gifts, they took me a tour of the residence. I felt that the language barrier was slowly melting away, as we were able to communicate with our eyes and body, using words of our knowledge in each other's language. They showed me their rooms, the study area, and explained to me how they divide their chores to keep their home nice and clean. After the tour of their house, I got a chance to learn about their individual circumstances and how each one ended up there. First, I met Sofia. Her beautiful green eyes reminded me of spring grass, 
and her sweet voice was barely audible. She spoke in Spanish, translated through my mom, telling me that her mom was an alcoholic. One night, when she was only four months old, she was abandoned on a street corner by her drunk mom. Her story broke my heart and increased my awareness about hardship at such a young age. Tears were rapidly falling down her face. I hugged her, and in that exact moment, she handed me a note. It had a few Spanish words on it, so I couldn't read it. I folded it and put it in my pocket to read later. Gabriel was another young boy that I met. He had a different story that drew my interest. A Colombian judge ordered him to be taken away from his parents because they were drug addicts. The judge and other authorities decided to send him to Ecosueños. He had been living there for nearly seven years. Though his parents had permission to visit him frequently, they chose not to see him for reasons only known to them. This left Gabriel devastated. He couldn't live with his parents until they had completely recovered from their addictions. Admittedly, he felt that he would never see them again. But given the current situation, he is optimistic and looking forward to finishing as the top student in his class. During my visit at the foster home, I learned the incredible stories of amazing boys and girls overcoming their challenges, adversities, and excelling academically. As I spent more time with all the kids, I found out one amazing thing. They consider each other brothers and sisters, and they build one big family. The doorbell rang. The kids wondered who was at the door. We decided to bring the kids something that they would love, pizza and mango cake. As I walked over to open the boxes, a mouth-watering aroma filled the room. My mom and I laid down the boxes on the lunch table. Everyone was ready to eat the delicious pizzas. Once they tried it, the feast began. As I was contemplating this unique experience, I felt an inner joy that to give these deserving children something that they enjoyed. My train of thought was interrupted as I looked rapidly around the room. There was Sophia looking at me with a smile, enjoying her slice of pizza. I wish I could talk to her in Spanish to share this joyful moment. The kids were munching on the pizza. We had originally ordered five pizza pies. The entire group finished it so fast I was even able to count the time. Either they really liked it or they must have been really hungry. Chatter then began to fill the room. We had just finished eating the pizzas. Now it was dessert time. Mrs. Camacho cut the cake and I served the pieces. Afterwards, we took group pictures to remember this wonderful gathering. Sebastian, it's time to go, my mom called. I looked at the clock. It was getting late, but I didn't want to leave. Adriana, another girl from the foster home, gave me a typical Colombian toy to take as a souvenir. The children then crowded around me to give uh, me a warm group hug and lift me up. Gracias, Sebastian, they chanted in unison, smiling. No hay problema, no problem, I told them. 
I was sad that I might never see them again. Luckily, my joy overcame my sadness. I smiled as I waved my friends goodbye. They smiled back, and all of them said, Adios, goodbye. As I walked out to exit, I began to feel a deep sense of happiness. It was a true delight to serve those who need our help. When I arrived to our apartment, I sat on my bed, pulled out my English-Spanish dictionary, and took out the note. I was finally able to transcribe what Sofia wrote, tears streaming down my face. The message said, I wish I had a mother like yours, so take good care of her. Now, I often think about my memorable visit to this foster home in a foreign land. I enjoyed volunteering, meeting wonderful children, and learning about their lives. Now, helping others in need is an important part of what I do. Whenever someone is having a difficult time, I try to spend time with them to understand their feelings and to help them in any way I can. It may be hard given the challenges, but that will not stop me from trying to walk in someone else's shoes. I look forward to having the opportunity to do more volunteer work in the future. After this visit, these words stuck with me now and for years to come. I can make a difference.